welcome back as we continue with a special edition of the program today for National Travel and Tourism Week, celebrating the spirit of travel. And the spirit of travel is very much alive, even if people aren't acting on it at the moment. There's a hunger out there. There is a desire to get back out, to escape the confines of our homes, to start to see the world again. And the city of Springfield, its Convention and Visitors Bureau, is preparing itself for when that pent-up demand is finally unleashed. We're talking now with Amy Beadle. She is the sales and marketing manager at the CVB. And Amy, thanks again for being here with us. We really appreciate it. Uh, such an important discussion because, wow, this is such a critically important part of rebuilding our local economy. Yes, and thank you so much for having us today. It's 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 way more fun to talk to you in person in studio, but we're still thankful for the opportunity, even virtual. Um, yes, tourism, as you know, Scott had mentioned earlier, is really a, a vital vital piece of Springfield, probably more so than any other um, you know city um, in our state because of how heavily. Um, saturated we are with sites and attractions and Abraham Lincoln and tourism is is a big, big thing for us here in Springfield. And we sometimes forget that there's uh, two components to that. Uh, We think a lot about the leisure traveler and the folks who are coming in to see the Lincoln sites or to experience Route 66, etc. A lot of business travel that comes here as well, and that's also a really key part uh, of our economic life in Springfield. We're going to come back to that in a moment, but let's talk about the leisure traveler a little bit. You folks had so much planned and prepared for this summer, and it's all been kind of upended. But the good news is those plans are ready to roll again the minute people you know, start coming back out. One of the interesting things that you've got planned as a way to get people uh, to really feel like a part of Springfield is called the Explorer Passport. Tell me about that program. Sure. Yes, you're absolutely right. We we have things just sitting in the wings ready for, for this rollout. Our Explorer Passport uh, is, a, is a new program, which is rolled in with an old program. So our old Apes Hat Hunt, which had 10 sites and attractions for people to go around and do a scavenger hunt, uh, go to the attractions, find the colored hat, uh, utilize that sticker, put it in their passport, and when they were done, they would come to the visitor center to um, get a prize. And so we've ramped that up now to 12 sites instead of 10. And we've also made a flip book of sorts. So the book uh, starting on one cover is the Abe's Hat Hunt. And when you flip it over the other direction within the same book is our new program called The Living Legends of Route 66. And we are so excited to bring the Route 66 road alive in Springfield by way of the business owners in those businesses, uh, for instance, Sam at Made Right or Michael at Maldeners or Ron down at Motorheads, um, there's eight different business owners and nine businesses in total. And this gives them a guide to go and, and make their way down or up Route 66 through Springfield and hit some of those really uh, great treasures and legends that we have here. And the idea with that is they would go in and meet those people, hear their story, see their businesses, um, eat there, what have you, and then they would uh, get their autograph. So it's kind of an autograph situation. Again, they can bring that back to the visitor center. It's theirs to keep. It's a souvenir, but we will um, have prizes and things there that they can get for completing um, the passport experience. So, and I really want to emphasize that with the current conditions, and always, but especially with the current conditions, we are really looking at that program as a staycation, as part of our staycation uh, campaign. Just because you're from Springfield doesn't mean that you can't come by the visitor center, grab a passport, and either remember 
and be reminded or find new treasures in Springfield that maybe you didn't even know existed. And that's such an important point, because one thing, as a lifelong Springfield resident, uh, I'm always uh, amazed by the, the things that people aren't aware are right here in their own backyard. And even I occasionally learn about new things. But yeah, <laughs> there there are a lot of treasures in our own community that we, we forget about or we just never discovered in the first place. And so you're right. This yeah. is a great opportunity to do that. We want to come back to that staycation aspect of it in a moment here. I'm curious because, as you said, this is a, an expansion, a modification of a previous program uh, with the Abe's Hat Hunt. How how was that? How'd that go over with, with visitors to the community? Did you get a lot of people participating in that? We did. That ran for a little over two years, and it was extremely popular. Um, people absolutely loved it. Adults loved it. Families loved it. You know, kids of all ages. Um, people really just they just enjoyed having, you know, the hunt of it, just having to go and find, you know, the different signs that have the colored hats. And we had lots and lots of good feedback about that. Now, we know with this enhancement now, you know, I think it's going it, to, what our hope is, is that people who came to see the sites will then, you know, they'll then discover all these other cool things on Route 66 and vice versa. If they were coming for Route 66, perhaps they'll go to an additional site or two um, that they didn't know about because this is all in one booklet in their hands. Now, uh, again, while we're talking about leisure travel, we don't want to forget that business travel conventions are a huge part of Springfield's economy and a huge part of what the Convention and Visitors Bureau does to make that a great experience for those groups that are, are coming in here. And we get this from uh, industry groups, nonprofits, tons of different uh, conventions and meetings that come in here or that came in here they're not coming right at the moment uh, but but amy what what are you hearing what's uh, you know ears to the ground uh, what are people thinking about starting to ramp that back up again and are we going to see some conventions start to resurface even later this year or next year i do believe that we will um to to backtrack just a little bit um you know we have we see just you know hundreds and hundreds of meetings here in this town. Meetings and conventions is uh, you know a mainstay. That is our lifeblood of filling our hotels is having meetings and conventions. We have almost 4,000 hotel rooms in our city. So the only way you're going to fill that many rooms is by having a strong uh, meetings and conventions uh, base. And so we had that. We actually um, were on pace to have the best year we've had in uh, the you know recent past and our bookings are up for future years over 20 percent um we were really just um you know headed in a spectacular direction and we will be again um but current day we have lost a significant amount of business um in march april and may and it is trickling through to the coming months um, a lot of that will depend on the directives and where we're at in phasing um as it does sound now with the 50 person um maximum capacity in phase four you know it will be a, a little while until we'll see large meetings again. I believe in 2021, we will see our convention um, meetings return. Meanwhile, our sales staff, who are just absolutely out of this world amazing, they are working every day from the time they get there to the time they leave. They are working on cultivating business for 2021 through as far as 2025. We had a lead go out yesterday for a piece of business. So <laughs> we will have the future stocked. We will be um, you know, making a difference, but it's we can't do anything until we're um, publicly 
safe to do so. You know, it's important to remember, though, that we here in, in the local community play a part in that. If you're here in the Springfield area, you're a member of a professional organization, an, an industry or a trade group, uh, to talk to the people in your organization about saying, hey, let's have our convention here in Springfield. So much to offer, so much to see, so many ways that people can entertain themselves outside of the meetings, plus, again, the facilities to accommodate those groups and whatever they might need to, to do there. Uh, and how, how much do you depend on that sort of word of mouth and sort of local folks helping that sales effort? Uh, that's fabulous, Jim. And um, we love that. We say bring your meeting home. Be proud of your hometown. Um, reach out to us. We'll do all the work. You don't have to do anything other than say, hey, I go to this meeting and here's who to contact. Um, we love that. It's what I call an extension of our sales force. We don't count on it for anything um, because, you know, we're actively out working to get everything that we can. But we certainly appreciate that more than we can ever say thank you um, because a it shows pride in your town and then it also uncovers groups that maybe you know just aren't known to us we're all associated with different things and i think local people can take pride in doing so um, knowing that they are supporting 3,500 jobs in sangman county that work in tourism and hospitality talking with amy and if you don't do it for any other reason do it for saving these people's jobs. We're talking with Amy Beadle, a sales and marketing manager for the Springfield Convention and Visitors Bureau. Uh, Amy, when uh, we were talking about uh, the program today, you sent me a few notes. One of them says sports facilities needed as sports will return quickest in smaller markets. Uh, do you envision Springfield being a, a sports destination in the future? Absolutely. And that is another um large, large project that we have had our sights on and very much so in the last year um, are really trying to get aggressive with um, and everything. So, you know, it's webinar after webinar after learning. Right now, we're just in all of our particular markets, whether it's motor coach or sports, um, whatever that market is, um, all of our staff is daily uh, digesting as much information as we can to know where we're headed um, to the best extent that we can. And one of those markets is sports. And so Terry, our sports uh, convention salesperson, has been uh, very attuned to what's being said in the sports market. And that is that sports market will be one of the first to return. It will look different and feel different, but they'll also be looking for unique uh, and smaller type venues or cities um, as opposed to being in some of the larger tiered cities. So um, we definitely think that that is something we need to keep our eye on that. We need to continue to keep our foot on the gas. And the current situation is the current situation, but it won't be that way forever. And we need to maximize these opportunities um, when we can. Let me just say, by the way, that if you figure out a way to get like a, a semi-pro or arena football team here, <laughs> I'm going to build a shrine to each and every one of you down there at CVB if you can manage to do that. Uh, before we let you go, Did Amy, arena football make it? I thought arena football maybe didn't make it through this. I thought well, I'd heard at one point they were. Well, the XFL, the XFL went belly up. I think there's oh. still arena football someplace, okay. but uh, you know, you know, I'll it's, take any it's, football at this point. Any, <laughs> any football, absolutely right. Baseball or any sport, <laughs> Amy. Before before we let you go, you mentioned the concept of a staycation, and you know we're we're all going stir crazy in our homes right now, and we're looking forward to doing anything a little bit different. Again, a lot of things still closed down right now, but we're going to see stuff start to gradually reopen, uh, and that does give people the opportunity to experience some things, get out of the house, have some fun, but not to have to stray too far from home. You know, just because everybody's still just sort of dipping their toes in the 
the water a little bit here. Yeah. How, how are you going to yeah. pursue that uh, idea and, and get people interested in that? Absolutely. Well, as I said, not to repeat it, but so the Explorer Passport is a great um, option for that because it's it's all it's kind of a built-in ready fund for you. You come pick that up and you you go do it. So you don't have to make your agenda or decide where you're going to go. Um, but normally our marketing, and it still continues to be in our regional area. So that's going to be like Iowa, Wisconsin, Kentucky, uh, Indiana. Uh, Missouri, you know, that type of drive range where people would come from, you know, three to five hours. That's where we normally focus, which we still are. But this staycation is more of a 30 to 90 mile where people could either drive in for the day, still patronize our businesses, generate those tax dollars, or they could come and stay maybe a singular night. And even the concept of being in Springfield, where you live, but we all know if you stay home, you do laundry and yard work. And so consider taking your family, even in Springfield, go stay in a hotel for the night and pretend like you've went somewhere, go out and see the sites and come back and have a pizza party, whatever. So it's, it's kind of a new concept for all of us to really zone that down into a, a local um, campaign, but really encouraging people. Let's support our local businesses. If you have some time to do some things, let's get out in our own city and let's spend those dollars here and get our own economy charged back up. And then we can go out and start you know, spending that elsewhere. And you can uh, stay on top of these opportunities and start planning uh, that, that uh, stay-at-home vacation, supporting local businesses, but still having a lot of fun uh, through the Convention and Visitors Bureau. And a couple of ways to do that, website and also on Facebook, Amy? Yes. Our website is visitspringfieldillinois.com, and that was just recently uh, redeveloped. It's looking great. We have a ton of blogs on there, so even a local person can go in there and learn a lot about Springfield. If you have something, yesterday we did a Cinco de Mayo and highlighted all of our local Mexican restaurants with great specials. Um, Our Facebook is at Visit Springfield. And just yesterday, we posted a trailer video for this Explorer Passport I'm talking about. So I encourage everyone to go on and check that out. Amy Beadle, Convention and Visitors Bureau, thank you so much. Great to talk to you, and we will talk again soon. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it so much.